Hello, I hope you're well. It is Sunday afternoon and it's middle of May and I kind of can't believe that, but it's gorgeous out here. And so I am thinking a bit today about summer and transitions and how I can start to get ready for a real big change. I'm in the pace of our daily life. And I know I'm not alone in this. Um, where I'm at in the United States, there's been a lot of good news. And a lot of it, not surprisingly, makes me feel really anxious. Um, and I think that's part of my, you know, the makeup of my brain. And then also the family history of alcoholism. And then also just <laughs> living through a pandemic and not really knowing quite what the future holds. So for me, um, yeah, I've just been really trying to stay present in the moment. And so I'm not going to talk too much about other things. What I what I wanted to talk about today was a slogan I heard in one of my meetings and how it applies um, to some of my approaches to crafting, which, um, you know, if you're new here, hi, I'm Holly. I'm so happy you're here. I talk here on this podcast about my own journey of recovery, which is in a 12-step program of Al-Anon, as well as with knitting and sewing. They're like two things that I've been spending a lot of time doing and thinking about uh, during the past year. And, um, you know, take what you like and leave the rest, whether it's about the 12-step program or if it's about knitting and sewing. Um, But I thought, you know, the slogan was really interesting to me. And it's, I think it's an AA slogan. And so what I'm going to say really has to do with how it applies to me and my aspect of the disease, because I think I could see how this slogan, when I was in a different moment of recovery, would have enabled me to do some really destructive behaviors. And the slogan is this, don't quit five minutes before the miracle. And that's a really great slogan that I hadn't heard before. And as I said, I really do think it comes from more from AA than Al-Anon. And I, I kind of think I can understand why. From my perspective, if I had heard that, you know, even six months ago, it would have produced a lot of guilt and shame because, you know, I did quit and there hasn't been a miracle, um, especially in the way that I've been thinking about it. I, I left my partner. I divorced my partner who struggles with addiction and I kept... I spent years waiting for a miracle. And of course, the miracle was for him to find sobriety, not for me to deal with my own codependency and my own aspects of the family disease of alcoholism. You know, I was so focused on, as, as, you know, I think is sort of normal that if only I could fix this really big problem about him, then everything that about me would change as well, which is so um, part and parcel with my disease. Um, And, you know, so if I heard it six months ago, I would have just thought like, yes, I need to keep working towards the miracle of saving him, Um, which of course is not what that slogan is about. The slogan is really about don't stop doing the work before you see the results, Um, especially with something like recovery, where it can feel at times really, really hard. It can feel like you're just endlessly, and sometimes it feels like doing the work of recovery makes things harder because you have to feel your feelings, all these feelings that, you know, I at least have spent years not dealing with, um, backed up. And I really had to go through a process and it, 
to be honest, it kind of sucked. <laughs> Sorry for the language. Um, so yeah, so, but I heard this today and I actually thought about a sewing project and it's a project that I took on at the height of the insanity in my marriage when my partner was really not in a great place and I was in deep denial about that. And so of course I threw myself into increasingly complex projects, both at work and in making as a way to kind of deal with it. Um, and so this is when, I know I've talked before about how, you know, making can be an escape. And this is definitely part. Of so one of the things that I did during that time period was that I took a class to make my own block. And a block, if you don't sew, is a um, closely fitted pattern that you can then make other patterns from. And so it's very much about mapping your body so that you can get really good fit. But this block pattern project was really intense because it forced me to really take a lot of measurements and to really look at my body and to objectively map it. And at the time, I was feeling really bad. All of my triggers <laughs> were activated. Um, I felt really crappy about myself. I felt really sad and depressed. I felt um, unable to really focus in deep ways. And so what the result was is that it was, you know, part of it is that I, I have, I, I hunched my shoulders and, you know, no surprise, I work at a computer and I don't know. I just hunch my shoulders. And so I have um, what's unflatteringly called a dowager's hump, which um, means that like, I kind of have like a rounded back. And so I kept trying to make this block and I, I made version after version after version and it just couldn't get the fit right. And, you know, I was seeing people in the class progressing and I just felt like I was broken. I felt like my body was gross and disgusting and that there was no way that these normal solutions would apply to me. And even in this custom fitting class, like my body was too difficult to fit. You can already hear how um, down on myself I really was. And so I threw the 12s, which are like practice versions made out of cheap fabric into the back of my closet. And I just pushed the whole thing aside because it was just too much for me to handle at that moment. And I haven't looked at it for almost, I think, two years since. And I've been happily sewing <laughs> since then. It was totally the right move at that time for me to quit. <laughs> um, it just wasn't working. It was making me sad. And it was, I just wasn't able to do it. And I had, you know, I had some sort of um, curiosity and um, I think, to be honest, I had some sort of desire to like strive to finish it, but I also knew um, that it just wasn't the right time for me to take that on. Like I wasn't in a healthy enough space to do that kind of body work. And I would see, you know, people talking about fit. I think sometimes with our making, we can get a bit obsessive about how it fits and, you know there's something to be said for really simple patterns that don't require you to do that kind of work. Cause that's certainly what I've needed in the past two years. Anyway, my point is that 
I, I heard this slogan and it made me think of this project because I did quit and I wondered what I, maybe now that I'm in a different place, um, I have more time. I've been very well rested and, you know, maybe I can spend, I've made a lot of clothes this year, so I don't need, I don't feel the need to like fill gaps. I feel like I have enough stuff. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe a more challenging project would be useful for me right now. That one that forces me to slow down and really, you know, take things one step at a time and think about a different kind of result. So I've taken these twelves back out of the project, um, the back of the closet. They were very deep in the back of the closet. I needed to not even see them. And I tried them on and I realized almost immediately that I had quit five minutes before I would have figured it out. Like the, the fixes that I need to make are so quick and easy and I just couldn't see it at the time. Um, one of them has to do with what I now know is my, um, my forward shoulder. Like I have a forward shoulder slope, so I always have to make an adjustment of like moving where the shoulder seam is. And of course the other one is, <laughs> I'm probably going to share a little bit too much. I have to lower the bust line because I spent a year wearing those like non-underwire bras. <laughs> and then I also have to let out the side seam to give myself a little bit more room. And I can now, I can, I can see that objectively and I can do it because I know that the result is going to be fine. If I accept my body as it is, I will now have a block that would allow me to make things that will fit so, so much better. So that's where I'm at today. I am thinking a lot about that slogan, don't quit five minutes before the miracle. And this is such a small example, but I'm also trying to take it into this part of um, where I'm at with my work transition and my life transition. You know, I'm really thinking that next September is going to feel very different than this year. And that's for me in terms of work. And that's for my kids in terms of school. And this will be the first year that we're not dealing with active addiction in our household. Um, of course, this past year, we haven't had active addiction in our household, but we've really had a quiet lifestyle and we've really been able to heal and I have some anxiety moving forward about how I'll continue that progress, right? Like, how will I, I spent so much time this year on recovery, which is a gift of this really horrible time, this pandemic that's been so challenging for so many people and including myself, but there have been some silver linings, which are these Zoom meetings that I can go to and the work I can do privately and quietly on recovery. And so... For me right now, I know there's a lot of upheaval coming. There's a lot of anxiety. Everybody around me seems to have an opinion about the changing requirements for what, what's going to keep us all healthy. And I think as I move forward, I'm just going to keep doing that work of recovery and try and remind myself that the slogan is about me and what's take, taking care of me and staying focused on me and not quitting the things that really do help keep me grounded, um, especially in times of trouble. And lo and behold, that dang <laughs> top block 
is linked to this. So anyway, it's feeling really good to make those changes. I have one more towel to make to see if I'm right that these like fitting um, quick fixes will will mean that I'll have a well-fitting block. And once I have that, like, wow, I can really, I don't even know what I can do with it, but it will feel massive because I can't even tell you how much this thing flattened me two years ago. And realizing now that I'm a different person, (laughs) quite literally, given that I have to lower my bus line, (laughs) but that I also um, have, you know, tools and resources that I didn't have before means that, you know, it's a measure of recovery. And for that, I'm grateful. So I'll stop. I'm still, (laughs) I'm still working on my two knitting projects. There's not much to say. They're really complicated. I'm working on a fingering weight lace sweater. It's looking like it's going to fit really well, which I'm excited about. And I think it's really pretty and it's really just complicated enough for hanging out with my kiddos, but also, you know, keeping myself sane. So yeah, I'll end there. Thanks. Bye.